Welcome to the Taking the Leap podcast, where you can learn how to launch your full-time career in this part-time gig economy. No matter what career you're in, you have the potential to be the best version of you and overcome whatever obstacles stand in your way. And now, here's your host, the CEO of Bonvera, Bob Dickey. Welcome back to Taking the Leap podcast. I'm your host, Bob Dickey. And this afternoon, we are joined in our studio with our producer from the very start, Casey Ross. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Casey, for joining us. And this is a little bit of an interesting podcast for us because we're going to be doing a little bit of a recap and talking about our journey together as we were thinking about this podcast for a year plus, and you continued to encourage me and others in our company to do this, and we finally uh, we finally did it, and it's been a ton of fun. And I, how many episodes have we had here? We've got maybe eight or nine episodes. Nine episodes so far since October of 2019. Yes, and we're going to talk a little bit about our journey and the people that we've, the really interesting guests that we've been able to interview over the last nine episodes and maybe talk a little bit about where we want this to go in 2020 and our vision for the future. But tell me a little bit about uh, your expectations of starting this and where we've been over the last number of months. It's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? Oh my gosh, yes. It's been such a blast. It's been such a pleasure to sit in on these conversations. I wish so many others, well, that's actually practically what you do get to do with the podcast. You get to listen in on the unique conversation between guests. We've had such a unique array of people that I've really loved. Everyone has something different and unique to share, but also at the same time, there's so many similarities across the guests, and that's been unique to see. One of the things that I've learned in life is that every single person that we meet, there's something that we can learn from them. Everyone has a unique story. Everyone has a unique journey. Everyone has a little insight about life that we can learn from. And as you've just very appropriately stated, we've had some really interesting guests and every one of them has given some incredible information for entrepreneurs, for people who are taking the leap, wanting to launch and do something different in their life, wanting to scale up, get better. Um, But specifically, we're really focused in on those who are wanting to get better in business and launch their own business. And that's why we've called it the leap because sometimes it can be a little bit scary Mm -hmm. and people are jumping off into the unknown. And so being able to learn from people who have been successful and have done that can be very helpful. I know that that's how I've learned my greatest lessons in life have been learning from people who have walked before me, people who are smarter than me and try to learn from their life experiences. So I think about, you know, you and I started, we had the intro where we kind of set the stage. We said, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to accomplish. And hopefully we've been able to live up to some of those expectations. But I remember our very first guest was Tim and Brandy Jarvin out of southeastern coastal Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Tim is a you know athlete and entrepreneur and kind of talked about his journey of acquiring 10,000 hours, not only as an athlete, but then how he transitioned into the professional world as an entrepreneur and business leader and how they have built a business as a couple. Uh, it's really interesting to see how they've been able to do that as a husband and wife tandem team. Mm-hmm. I just I thought it was a lot of energy and fun and excitement for our very first episode. They did a great job. They sure did. It was really awesome to hear Tim and Brandy, uh, just the power couple that they are, recap the the lessons and 
just the hills and the valleys they'd been through together through so much of their life since they've been together since high school. So it was really cool to watch them even relive that journey themselves as they talked about it on the podcast. They even got a little emotional and that was sweet to see and to watch. Yeah. One of the things I've, I've noticed is that each one, you think so you're going to hear a highlight reel, right, of all the accomplishments and every single guest we've had is very accomplished in their own right. Uh, but all of them also were very transparent about you know failures in their life failures in uh, in various aspects of life and what they learned from it and how it's made them a stronger person how it's equipped them to be a better leader uh, a better business owner uh, so I, I really enjoyed listening to those moments of failure and how uh, they got stronger and, and and got better through it so that the next guest was cody newton out of wichita kansas <laughs> uh, cody i absolutely love cody just an incredible entrepreneur and his start like as a, a college dropout and then going into the arena football league and buying businesses, becoming a serial entrepreneur, being invested in a lot of different things, a, a concrete business and a construction business into direct sales and what he's learned through that story arc uh, of a brilliant businessman and self-taught. And Such I, I, an inspiration. Yeah. And it just in him being able to be mentored by parents, growing up in an industry where he did a lot of you know, self-learning, reading books, uh, being self-taught. So I thought that he gave some incredible insights for people like, oh, I didn't go to the right college or I'm not, you know, I haven't had technical experience. Like, no, you can you can pick up some books. You can go down to your local library. You can start being mentored by you know, key leaders and you can be a super success just by being self-taught. Cody does such a good job too at just pouring his heart out in whatever he does with anyone he's with. And you could tell he just left his heart in that episode that was so relatable and just touching to the listeners. Yeah, he really does care about people, and you can sense that from start to finish of, of that particular podcast. Then, of course, we had uh, Jeremy Kubitschek, mm -hmm. who is the founder and CEO of Giant Impact and Giant Leadership, and he's had a really incredible entrepreneurial career getting his start. I can't imagine being fresh out of college right when the wall fell in, in Berlin and the communism in the early 90s was kind of coming to an end, and he goes over and he starts an entrepreneurial career in Moscow, in Russia. And so he kind of recounts some of those experiences. Uh, one of the things that I, I've loved reading his books, he's, so he's a fantastic author for those of you who haven't read his books, but you go check that out. His latest book was The 100X Leader. And how can we be fully charged, ready to go to be operating at our fullest potential? We, we talked a little bit about that in The 100X Leader and then the, the Sherpa mindset, right? How do we as leaders, how do we uh, call people up, not call them out? How do we help them be the best version of themselves and inspire and motivate? And, you know, he's being brought in to Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies all across the country to teach and train on these concepts. And we were very blessed to have him not only on the podcast, but also be a keynote speaker at one of our big events. It was neat to see. I think I saw it on Twitter also, and I think Bonvera retweeted it, that his book, The 100X Leader, was nominated for a best-selling list. So that was really awesome to see. Unique for our listeners, too, that they got to hear him speak at one of our national training events and got to have his book as a part of our Book of the Month program. He walked through uh, airports around the country, and you see him in the little airport kiosks, <laughs> right? So when you that was that's pretty cool. Like, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> so it was, it was fantastic having him on the, pro on the program. And 
Then, of course, right after that was Timber Lee. So not only is Timber a, a good friend of mine, uh, one of the uh, owners of Bonvera and on our board, uh, he's been just instrumental in helping us launch this company. But he's also a former professional baseball player. And so he recounts his uh, trials and tribulations of you know attending school at Wichita State and being an all-star and mo moving on into the pros and all the things that he learned through successes and failures. And you know he's a very successful businessman there in, in Kansas. And uh, just he had lots of insights. I, I always like uh, watching how athletes take what they learned in the in the realm of athletics and then apply it to other areas of life. And he, he had some great stories. Do you relate a lot with that since you were a prior athlete as well? I do. I, I, so I, a lot of times I, I feel like those were the best training grounds for me as a young man. My dad used that as a, an area to, you know, teach discipline, teach hard work. Uh, and so I just, it's one of the reasons why I have all of my kids in athletics is uh, just because I think it's a great area for you to, to learn the value of hard work, to, to learn the value of teamwork. People who have been a part, I think, of athletic teams in their youth, you can kind of see that come out in different ways in adulthood. So, yeah. I do. I do relate to that. <laughs> Timber was a much better athlete than I was. He, you know, he went onto the professional circuit, so I can't. I can't claim any of that. Uh, but I still like to. I, I get out every now and then and still run, lace up the tennis shoes, and run. Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. It was cool to see. Uh, just learn more about per Timber's uh, personal background and the story with his grandfather. It's so sweet to see how those closest to us in our life teach us some, some of the most important lessons yeah. that we carry with us. We never let go of them. That story about how his grandfather was such an inspiration and mentor to him and how he learned so much about business, it motivates me to be a better mentor to those around me who I'm mentoring, uh, my children, and I want to have that type of legacy. I want people to you know think back and say, oh, you know, I'm really thankful that Bob was in my life and he helped me. I mean, Timber, I mean, he teared up, right? He choked up as he was talking about all the time that his grandfather spent with him. It's just, it's an incredible episode. If you have haven't listened to it, go back and, and check that one out. And such a reminder too that Timber shows that and that you do, Bob, is that all of us can have an impact wherever we are. We are all leaders to someone. For sure. Every single person can be motivating and inspiring to somebody. And sometimes it's just being a, an encouragement. We've talked about this on the program, but uh, we live in a day and age where there's just, we're constantly bombarded with negative news and there's just lots of things, drama that we have to deal with in life. And the world needs people who can stand up and be a motivation and an encouragement, put a smile on somebody's face, you know, give them a pat on the back and say, hey, we, we love you. We appreciate you. And as Jeremy Kubitschek says, you know, call people up to be their best version of themselves. So uh, Timber did a great job of uh, articulating that. And then we move into Grant Webster, who was one of my favorites on the program as well. Grant's been a, a great friend of mine, and he's a millennial technologist. He's one of the guys that I've had a mentoring relationship with, where I feel like I get mentored from him as much as maybe I pay into his life as well. And I, I just, I love getting together with the guy because every single time I walk away with a page or two full of notes, things that I'm learning from him, he's a millennial technologist. He's a, in, in Silicon Valley, consulting on various companies and with various boards. And I feel like we did a really good job of kind of teasing out his educational background where he almost graduated, but not quite, you know, stopped like a couple credits short. And again, is another self-taught leader. And he has been blessed with incredible mentors all around the country and how he'll pay. He pays top dollar 
for some of the best coaches in the country because he knows that he's going to be able to glean insights from that that he's going to be able to leverage in his business. And he's built a technology company and he's consulting with some of the best technology companies in the world. Just a phenomenal individual. His podcast episode was so interesting of the delineations between a friend, a mentor, and a coach. I found that so valuable for when you're looking for someone like that and that it's not a unicorn, one size fits all. You look for... Uh, different traits or different skills and abilities in each mentor or coach or, or guide or friend that you're looking for. I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. One of the uh, mistakes I've seen some people make is they think, well, I've got a mentor, right? And that this person's going to mentor me in all aspects of life. And, and Grant does a great job of highlighting, right? Like, as you said, it's like, no, you, you know, you might have a one mentor for, you know, financial things. You might have a business mentor. You might have a, a mentor for, you know, marriage or your uh, spiritual issues. You need to have a host. And so he goes out and specifically chooses people who are going to help him scale up and get better in a very specific area. I think it's brilliant how he's uh, attacked that mentorship. It was cool too. He even said, oh, I tried everything my mentor did and it didn't work as well for me. <laughs> so it's, it was cool to see that um, even someone so successful as, as Grant, so self-taught, even sometimes some things don't work for him. We're all unique. We're all different. Different things work for each of us. No matter how successful you are or how much you're trying to be better, you have to find still what's best for you, what works best for your personality, your schedule, your timeline, your goals. For sure. Our next podcast guest were Mark and Raquel Williams, incredible <laughs> leaders on our team. And so Raquel's been a serial entrepreneur. I mean, she's had uh, multiple entrepreneurial uh, pursuits within her career. And her husband, Mark, is a San Francisco or former, I should say, I think he's retired now, but a former San Francisco SWAT leader, right? So uh, law enforcement serving the community out there and now doing some incredible things in entrepreneurship as well. And so that was really interesting to be able to get their insights and their journey of, you know, where they've been, what they've learned and how they, again, a, a power couple, right? Working together as a team to, to build a business. Um, so what, what were your, some of your favorite takeaways with their podcast? I just can't get the mental images out of my head of Raquel taking a pen to that man's hair in a consultation if he needed hair implants slash uh, her sitting next to this giant Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, buff dude. Yeah, for sure. I love the moxie that she has. She's like, let me just, mm -hmm. she just, she just dives in. She's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> and she did a great job with it. One of the things that I love about Raquel's story, I remember how she recounts very early in her career. She was a, uh, a young woman in a professional setting and uh, she had had a, she was blessed with a really good boss who had helped mentor and kind of um, prepare her. And there was this opportunity where she was being presented and her boss was like, you're ready. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm kind of scared, you know, kind of scared. And, but she, she was, she was ready. And her boss kind of opened up that door and she stepped in and hit a home run, did a great job. And it was kind of like this pivotal moment in her career. Everyone's got to listen to that episode. And it reminds me that we've got, as leaders, we've got to prepare and prep those people who are mentoring and hopefully also be able to open up those doors of opportunity for them because those can be game changers for a young person in their career. And she was ready to go and it was an inflection point within her career. And then she also goes on a little bit later in the episode and she talks about her being a single mom for a while as she was an entrepreneur and the things that she learned through that. There's a courage, I would say, as a term that resonates throughout the course of that interview 
you. I just, it was very inspiring. And I can't wait for more folks to be able to listen to that. And I'm making sure that my daughters listen to that episode because I think that they will be motivated, inspired by her story. As a young female leader myself, she was so inspiring, reminding herself over and over again, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And then to see Mark come alongside her and just the support and um, love he showed her was just so tender and sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can see why they're considered a power couple here within uh, Bond Vera. So if you guys have not heard that episode, you've got to go listen to it. Next one was Drayton Wade. Another millennial, a good friend of mine, and someone that I've uh, had the pleasure of meeting here in Knoxville, Tennessee. It was part of a very prestigious fellows program, and I got to become friends with him and mentor him in in that capacity. But then he's very similar to Grant Webster, where I I feel it's a two-way street. I sit down and chat with him, and a lot of times he's there to ask me some questions, and I've got a notepad. I'm learning probably more from him than he's learning from me, and I'm asking him all sorts of things because he's a, a millennial technologist, and he's with a tech company right now, done a lot of stuff with AI. And you know, so I'm always asking them questions. Hey, where do you see this going? Where do you, when, when do you see these technologies you know, being leveraged in business? And so we, I thought we had a really good conversation on the changing landscape of education, how artificial intelligence is going to be impacting every realm of our business sector and the world around us. And that was, that was a ton of fun. What did you think coming out of that episode? That was one of your longest ones. It was. I've, I've had some folks who be like, man, some of these episodes are super long. Well, you, when you sit down across from, you know, these super smart people. And some of them whom are your friends, right. too. And I don't have, uh, sometimes like, you know, Drayton, we don't get together all that often. So we, it was the, like the two of us, we were in front of a microphone, but we were just carrying on a normal conversation. I was just like, hey, Drayton, what are you up to? What did Tell me a little bit about this. And here's, I'm a person who loves to ask questions. I, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I shared this in one of the podcasts, but did you know my, one of my nicknames in college was Q? Yeah, you said that. I think that was the very first episode. <laughs> I'm just a person who loves to ask questions. I remember my freshman year at UT, I was just, I was asking questions about everything. I was, whether it was the coaching staff, the upperclassmen, just peppering everyone with questions. And you're like, dude, we're calling you Q, right? <laughs> um, but that's what I was doing with Drayton. I just, I wanted to ask him as many questions as possible because I feel like not only am I interested in it, but I know people that are listening to the podcast or man, Bob, that was a that was a great episode. I learned from you know Grant Webster. I learned from Drake, and I learned from you know Cody Newton. So I'm trying to ask the questions that I think that others that are listening would want to ask if they were in the room. So the last one that we had was uh, Kirk and Nicole Porter, and that one was actually recorded on site in Dallas, Texas. In now remember, Kirk, <laughs> so Kirk and Nicole Porter, incredible entrepreneurs. Uh, not only are they also owners of our business uh, and senior leaders within our business. But they also have another business. Nicole's had a great entrepreneurial journey, and Kirk is managing and running a Apple store outside of Dallas, Texas, and where they sell all sorts of Apple products and refurb Apple products. And so we're sitting there literally in the store. It's an awesome store. Absolutely love this old world, old school kind of store with the you know the tall ceilings and the the exposed brick and these nice big windows and wood floors. And we're sitting there live recording the podcast as customers are walking in and out of the store. And so Kirk would pop up and he'd go over and help a customer and come back and sit back down. And Nicole and 
I would be talking. So you got to, not only were we talking business and entrepreneurship, but you got to see them serving and what it's like to be an entrepreneur, which is you got to go with the flow. You know, you can put a sign that says we're closed for business or we're closed for, you know, 20 minutes for a podcast, but they're, when a customer needs to be served, it, it, the customer's right. You're sitting there helping. And so it was really interesting how we were able to tease out a lot of the entrepreneurial journey just by being live and on location with Kirk and Nicole. That one was so cool. It was so real, so raw. And it, it was, was so pertinent. It was exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, the entrepreneurial journey is it's every single day is different. Every single day is exciting. It's never boring. And a good entrepreneur is always trying to serve the customer. How do I solve problems for my customer? How do I put my customer first? And we saw Kirk and Nicole living that out live, you know, in that podcast. So I, I loved that. I love that rawness. <laughs> That's the list. Our first kind of, if you want to call it 2019 into 2020, our first nine episodes. And you and I are already kind of talking about some of the episodes that we want to have coming up, other leaders that we're going to be interviewing. You know, one of the books that we just released here with our company was with a good friend of mine out of the UK, Matt Bird, on Relationology. He's going to be traveling through Atlanta here in a few weeks, and we're going to record a podcast with him, talk about his book, Relationology, everything in business. One of my early mentors said, Bob, business is really simple. It's all about relationships. And so I think Matt has a brilliant insight on how to build relationships. And we're going to tease a lot of that out from his book, Relationology. Uh, but what are some of the other guests that you can think of off the top of your head that we're thinking about having on? I know we were talking about Chuck Bentley at Crown. And mm -hmm. um, I, one of the other ones is Henry Kastner, who is the CEO uh, and founder of Bandwidth.com that recently just had an IPO out in Silicon Valley. And he runs a, a Silicon Valley VC. And he is very passionate about entrepreneurial pursuits that are doing more than just building a business, but are also doing good in the world. So we're really looking forward to having him on, on the podcast. And I know there's a lot of guests who have enjoyed hearing Pete Oaks mm -hmm. uh, out of Wichita, Kansas, who is a serial entrepreneur, and they have a, a family business, Tri Capital, which is a kind of a VC, and looking forward to having Pete on the podcast as well. But yeah, just we're, we're kind of just building out the list and making phone calls and inviting people on, and really looking forward to having more of some of our own internal audience, some of the leaders within the organization. I've been wanting to have Bill and Jan Newton on, and we're going to get them. I'm thinking about Joe and Laura D'Arcangelo and Adam and Julie Hancock and, uh, oh goodness, a host of others that we're going to want to have on this podcast. We've also talked a lot about, too, and you've really brought this up, Bob, about bringing in that female perspective of female entrepreneurship as well. So we've been talking about several strong, empowering female leaders to interview also. For sure. Kelly Fletcher's at the top of my list. I think she is a brilliant CEO. Uh, she has her finger on the pulse of the new economy and specifically how women are leading the new economy. Women are the majority of purchasers for household purchasers. We kind of joke internally, women are the CFO of the household, right? Most women run the budgets and and it, she is working with companies in New York. She's working with companies in Atlanta, all over the United States. And how do uh, companies reach and serve a female clientele? And uh, she is brilliant. She is one of the best CEOs that I know. And I can't wait to have her on the show. She's amazing. That one's going to be amazing. 
as are all of them. They're all amazing. It's hard to not be biased. <laughs> I know you asked me uh, one of the questions that you had written down. You're like, well, what's your favorite? And I'm like, I can't pick my favorite. I mean, it's like it's like picking which one of your your kids is your favorite. I have to always like my kids will come up and be like, okay, who's your favorite? Because I have six kids, and I always say, you're all my favorite. You're, every single one of you is my favorite. That's Smart play. That's Smart right. play. Well, Bob, what have been some of the things you've learned from this podcast, or something that you've learned that stuck out to you from? maybe each episode or one of the things that I've learned is that even people that I know very, very well, who I think I know very, very well, that when you get into a conversation with them and you just keep asking questions and not surface level questions, but you just keep probing and keep asking questions. It's amazing what you will learn. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it's important for all of us in life to, it's important to have opinions. It's important to have beliefs and I think there's there's times where, where we need to have strongly held beliefs, but there's also other areas of life where I believe that we need to be willing to ask questions and be willing to learn. And I think the most interesting people that I find myself around are ones who have an insatiable appetite for knowledge and learning, and they're willing to be malleable in their viewpoints and where you can have really good, interesting conversations with them. I think some of the most boring people that I've been around or uh, folks that maybe I don't like to spend time around are ones that are just so locked into their particular worldview where they don't ask questions. They're not willing to see any other perspective or points of view. And it, you really just can't even have a conversation with them. And so I, it was one of the things I love about all of our guests is because all of our guests are probably as inquisitive, if not more inquisitive than I am asking questions. How can we get better? How can we learn? What are different perspectives? Uh, what are different points of view? And I think that, that it, it enabled me to learn from each and every one of them because they were asking asking questions of me and vice versa and such as I did not realize how much I would enjoy this podcast. I, you know, I thought it was going to be work like, Oh, okay. It's one more thing to put on the agenda and we've got to, you know, figure out time to do it. And it's like, it, it has been an absolute blast. I've loved it. I can tell you guys. And it seems like every single person across the table has had as much fun or, or if not more than, than you, cause it's fun to be interviewed and questioned and to be known. Yeah. One of the other things that we've learned in business, when you talk about business is all about relationships and, you know, Chuck Bentley talked a little bit about this as one of our keynote speakers at one of our last events. When you ask somebody a question, people like to talk about themselves. <laughs> and it's not very hard to do this. You just ask questions and just continue to ask questions. And once you get somebody going, all of a sudden, next thing you know, is they're, they're, they're sharing about this and they're opening up about this and they're talking about their failures and their successes. And we're just sitting there scurrying and taking notes like this is absolute gold. Mm -hmm. So and I think Chuck Bentley is one of the best question askers in the world. He's not just doing it for effect, but you can tell he really cares. He's like, well, tell me, tell me a little more about that. You know, what, what about this? What about that? And before you know it, you're having an hour-long conversation with him, and it's just been so much fun. So I can't wait to have him on the podcast because I know we're going to get a lot of gold from him as well. Do you think all of these conversations have strengthened those relationships as well? I think so. Virtually every single one, there's been a moment where a level of raw emotion has come out, right? Where someone's opening up about, you know, a challenge in their life, a failure in their life, a time of disappointment. And when 
it, it takes a while, I think, for you to get to that point where you feel comfortable. And but after talking for 10, 15 minutes, you forget the mic is in front of you. You forget it's being recorded. And it feels like you're just having this private conversation one on one with a friend. And, you know, things just start to unfold. And so I've, I've learned from every single one of our guests uh, and, and, and sensed maybe a, a different piece of their soul and their personality that maybe I didn't know beforehand. What's so unique is that anyone can go do this. Entrepreneur, uh, business executive, stay-at-home mom, any, anyone can do this exact same thing. Sit down one-on-one and ask people questions, build that relationship, and that's what matters the most, whether you're trying to keep learning or trying to implement this in your business, whether you're trying to build a team, whatever the case is, you can do this exact same thing that you've been implementing. Yeah, and you bring up a really good point, Casey, which is we live in a a day and age where we are the most connected as a human race that we've ever been, but we're also the most lonely. And so many people are trying to find happiness or friendship or connection via social media. And I absolutely, I'm on social media because I have to be in my role and stay stay connected in some sort. But but I loathe, I'm telling you, I loathe social media because it is completely fake. You're comparing your real life to everybody else's highlight reel, right? Nobody puts on the rawness. Nobody puts on the failures and the disappointments, right? And that's what we've been able to tease out on this podcast. We've been able to get real with people and really learn from people. And we, there's like this spiritual connection that you end up having with a person when you sit two feet away from them and you're staring them eyeball to eyeball and you're having just a real conversation. And I hope that more people will do this. My most meaningful relationships and my most meaningful times with people are never on social media. It's always when I'm sitting down with someone, we're sharing a cup of coffee, we're sitting over a meal, we're just talking. And that's where real connection and real community starts to build. That's one thing that we're passionate about at Bonvera is community, building communities, having real relationships with people. And so we're seeing that in a small microcosm here on the podcast. And the thing that really excites me is I see our leaders doing that in communities all around the country. And it's it's cool. As I get to travel, I feel like I've got family all around the country because I can show up, you name the city, I can show up and I can meet with friends who are basically like my family, right? In a little coffee shop and have that one-on-one conversation. And it's just so much fun. Well, in the name of so much learning, what's a book you've been reading recently? Well, one of the books that I've just recently finished that I've absolutely loved, I've learned a lot from it, and I'm learning a lot of various insights specifically for our business here at Bonvera, is the title, A Billion Dollar Brand Club, How Dollar Shave Club, Warby Parker, and Other Disruptors Are Remaking What We Buy. It's interesting. You know, I, one, one of the things that excites me about what we're doing here at Bonvera is I feel like we're at the very leading edge of a massive revolution that's happening, not only with e-commerce, but also the gig economy. And we're seeing that the millennial generation and others are kind of like tired of buying grandpa's shave cologne or razor or these old iconic brands that we've had in America for a hundred plus years that if they were the only thing that you could purchase in Kroger's and Publix and your, you know, local food city, those types of things. We've got these little niche companies that are starting up and saying, hey, we're going to develop a new razor or a new eyeglasses or a new this, a new that. And it's, it's unique, it's distinctive, and it may, sometimes it's cheaper or it's better in a certain way. And through e-commerce are going global 
to a global audience and completely disrupting these huge players like P&G and others. And I see us in that exact same space. We're participating in that revolution. And some of the brands that we're starting, some of the things that we're launching. And uh, so that was a really big and important book for me personally, The Billion Dollar Brand Club. Uh, learned a lot out of that. Of course, some of the books that I've mentioned earlier, Matt Bird's book, Relationology, was brilliant. Chuck Bentley's book, Root of Riches, which was a game changer for me. I read that a number of years ago, but it was a real a game changer for me in terms of how I personally viewed uh, success and maybe some of the goals that I had set for myself in life. And it helped me recalibrate what my mental mindset needed to be around those things. Um, Jeremy Kubitschek's book, The 100X Leader, I think is a, a must read for anybody who's going to lead people and inspire people. So those are some of my, my favorites right now. And what are what are some new changes that we're implementing with this podcast? What can people expect as we keep moving forward with this podcast? Well, a couple of things that we've talked about. Obviously, you guys can tell that I just love asking questions and getting involved in these you know, long format discussions. Some of my favorite podcasts are long format podcasts. I, I listen to the HBR podcast that's generally speaking 10 to 15 minutes. And I just, I never feel like I get enough out of it. It's like they, they tease me with information and then it's, and then it like it ends. I'm like, no, I want to, you know, add more, more questions, more questions. <laughs> and, you know, so that, that kind of be the, those short format podcasts kind of are frustrating for me because a lot of times I'm listening to them in the car. Like, I drive to Atlanta or Nashville all the time. I travel. I, I love listening to these long format podcasts. One of my favorites is um, one with, that Tim Ferriss will do. He'll, he'll routinely do two-hour podcasts with a guest, and I can't get enough of it. So by default, I have probably been deferring more and more towards long format media, trying to tease out a lot of that knowledge. But I know that we have folks that are listening be like, hey, Bob, what about maybe a shorter format? So we're probably split it up a little bit. We'll continue as we have guests that have a lot of insight. We'll do some long format interviews, uh, but we'll also have some that are, you know, 20, 30 minutes long. And so you'll be able to pick and choose. Hopefully you'll be able to listen all the way through, but we'll be teasing out some stuff. We'll be, as, as you mentioned, we're looking for a uh, unique unique and distinctive guests, not only within our own ecosystem at Bonvera, highlighting some of our core leaders and what they're doing and what they've learned on their journey, but also other CEOs like Kelly Fletcher and uh, people like that that can bring uh, great knowledge and learning to, uh, to the folks that are listening. I have an insatiable appetite for learning. And uh, yeah, the, the problem is I don't have enough time in my day for it, right? I mean, <laughs> I, my, wife, my wife jokes and she says, if you could be a professional student, I think you would be. <laughs> it's true to a certain degree, right? So I, I will tell you, here's, I know some people who are basically professional students. Here's the thing I love about what we get to do. Learning, okay, but never being able to apply it, I think that would be extremely frustrating. Mm -hmm. I love learning. And then being able to take it into an ecosystem where you can try those things out. Like I love reading a book about marriage and then taking it and applying those principles in my marriage. I learned, I love reading a book about parenting and then being able to apply that to how I parent my kids. And same thing with business. I love being able to go to business school, read business case studies, read business books. And, oh, this, oh, this entrepreneur did this or uh, this CEO, she did that. And how can I take that back into our business and, you know, dial the knobs in and, and, and see how the metrics change and how we can grow. I love being able to apply learning. So it's not just learning, but applied learning. And that's one of the things that I would encourage people out there that are reading books, that are learning. Don't just do it 
for the learning's sake. If you're not applying it to make yourself better, your relationships better, the world better around you, I guess I'll give you a pat on the back for learning, but the real joy is being able to apply it and then be able to see how you're making the world around you a better place. So that's one of the reasons why I can't wait for these next guests because I know I'm going to learn something from them and then I'm going to be able to apply it in my own life. I hope other listeners will do the same. You don't have any more questions for me, it looks like. So I'm, I'm assuming we're going to try to land this. We're not going to, for those that are listening, we are not going to deliver a two-hour podcast today. This is going to be one of our shorter ones. Oh, but I should mention before we close, I know all of you out there, the listeners have may have already heard this, but our CEO, the one sitting across from me, this host, he graduated from Harvard Business School. And so if I could give a round of applause from all of these listeners, you can just hear them in the crowd echoing all their claps and fanfare. Oh, well, thank you. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I just, it's funny. I just got done to saying that I'm a, a, a lifelong learner and like to apply it. And so it's, I'm in the process of taking all those case studies and everything that I've learned and uh, applying it here and applying it in my life. And it was a, it's been a journey that I've really, really enjoyed. So I, I feel very blessed, very fortunate to have been able to go through that. And um, hopefully... We're so fortunate to get to learn from you. Well, li- likewise, it's been every single day that I come in, I get to learn from you guys. And uh, uh, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I think this next year is going to be a blast as we learn together, as we interview a lot of other great leaders and all of us, you know, strive and work hard each and every day to become better versions of ourselves and to also help make the world a better place. So that's our, our goal is what we're striving for here on this podcast. So uh, thank you, Casey, for those, those kind comments. Um, I'm st- uh, stuttering over my words here as I'm closing <laughs> out because I was I wasn't anticipating that, but I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. I hope uh, for our listeners that you guys have enjoyed the first nine podcasts that we had, the first nine episodes. Our commitment to you is to continue to bring great content, continue to interview interesting people uh, who have incredible things to share, stories to share, learning and experiences uh, so that you can apply those things in your life as well. So until next time, this is Bob Dickey, your host of Taking the Leap Podcast. And we will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Taking the Leap podcast with your host, Bob Dickey. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at www.takingtheleappodcast.com and bonvera.rocks. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are distributed. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Taking the Leap.